What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode... Okay, I got it wrong in the... I said it was five in the Necrolim one, and that was episode four. And I just recorded... Okay, so this is episode six. This is six, a real six, episode six, six. Iron Maiden. Hand-built. Six, six, six. God damn it. The devil's number. What, the, what the frick guys. is up? Let's stop inter- interrupting the introduction. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to swear on this podcast. You better be saying frick the whole time. What the frick is up, guys? <laughs> I don't know. I don't give a shit, man. Not, not, not a one. All right, how's it going? What's up with uh, What's up with Mort Verda? How much? Hanging out. Yeah. Wednesday, old fashioned, old fucking fashion. Wednesday. Um, not much today. We were we were playing some tunes yesterday, but uh, today we just got here. Got the JBL speaker. Listen to some tunes. Wait for Bughead to show up and. Do the interview, but we were playing some tunes yesterday. Crap, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you guys introduce yourselves and uh, tell me what you do in the band? Uh, I'm Austin, also known as Volcomir. I do uh, guitars and screams, sometimes bass. Yeah, that's, that's me. And then I'm Jack. Uh, I have a scary black metal pseudonym as well. In a cursed soul. Thanks to Austin. Uh, I do that. Hellhammers, aka drums, say that again. And uh, I also do bass once in a while. We kind of split the bass duties in the studio, whatever. We both write songs. He's the main guy. I'm the not main guy. We that's both write main. songs. And so that's a, that's a pretty good introduction. Just yeah. the two of us right now. Yeah. All right. We were uh, we were talking about this a little bit before the actual introduction, but uh, what's the meaning behind? Mortvert, how'd you get that name? So, uh, you know, me, uh, science class, junior, or uh, sophomore year, it's like, oh, it's a scary name, Dark World, and, uh, so I threw that in Nor- Norwegian. Norwegian. Now it's, uh, Mortverden equals Dark World. Yeah, and, uh, Dark World, I mean, this wasn't the meaning behind it, but Dark World's actually a St. Vitus song from Comeback Record, 1995 Comeback Record, Die Healing. That's a fucking. That's a banger. But yeah, it means dark world in Nor- Norwegian. It means mass auto recycling in Norwegian. Yeah. What's the difference? Are those two different. I'm languages? not. I'm not really a. Not allowed to tell I'm you. I'm not a language scholar. Austin knows, but he's not allowed to tell you. Yeah. Unfortunately. So uh, you said you did the the screaming. Yes, the screaming. I really like the uh, the screaming in Mortvern. You have a nice like tortured, haunting sound to oh, it. Oh yeah. Do you have a, a secret technique to that, or? Uh, no, I do not. I uh, just just scream as loud as I can, like a girl. You're not like, you're not trying any, doing any like anything to keep your throat from shattering, or? Uh, I'm sure there's some technique to it, but uh, I just kind of tighten tighten the throat in the lower you're, part you're, of it. He hasn't watched uh, how to do extreme metal vocals video. Yeah, on YouTube yeah. Yet. You haven't like where they tell you to like ah. No, I just kind of. But I, I probably have a good story about the vocals. So Austin, when he made the first couple demos, just at his house and whatever, and uh, Funeral Cries, and Cold Moon, and Red Blood, those were the three tracks from the Austin did on his Spell of Destruction demo. Spell Check of, it out. It's at yeah, it's actually on the Spotify. And so that's very Cavalt, very true Cavalt. But uh, Austin sent me Funeral Cries, and there was two things that stuck out. I was like, dude, what the fuck? You can scream like crazy, dude. I was like, these are like literally like insane, tortured, like super tortured screams. And so that really stood out. And then the way you recorded the drums in Funeral Cries is a famous, uh, and uh, the mic 
the setup, I'm sure, was very primitive. I believe it was uh, my Apple headphones plugged into my phone on GarageBand. Yeah, but it sounded like cannons. And uh, that's actually very important to black metal. Uh, you need your floor tom. It should be like so loose that you're, like, you're almost going through it. Like it needs to be like natural reverb. No, no, no. It's got to go like under a funeral moon. Floor tom under a funeral moon. That's that's black metal. But yeah, that's like the vocals. I was like, holy shit. But I've even seen Austin like be able to do the screams longer. And yeah, it's gotten really crazy. But like we we practicing when we practice in here, Austin doesn't even use a mic. Stands right in front of the drum kit, and I can hear him like it's it's loud. Ear shattering. You, you want to give us a, uh, a sample? Live? <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Damn. Yeah. Kicking yeah. a little bit of reverb and just ah, chest kiss. Ah, ah. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, who does the synths? So, on the, on the album Feldenhung, the intro and outro, that is me. There's... Going right from the noggin. Improv. Improvisation. Yes. Just going to town on on the on the synthesizer and on Take Cripper Gnome Scooger Ugent. That is Jack Thomas Devlin yeah, that's playing me. the synthesizers. You know, Austin's very creative on the synths. I just sort of follow my riffs. But uh, we can both play the synthesizer. Austin's much better at it. But I really like the, the synths give it a bit more... Depth. I think that's kind of like an important part of the some atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. atmosphere. Lots of uh, lots of credit to Mark on that one. Mark produced the record, uh, engineered, produced all that, recorded all that, all that uh, terminology and whatever. But uh, Mark did a really great job at sort of layering it. Like there was three synth tracks. One of them's like up here in the top left. One of them's up here in the top right, and one of them's in the middle. And so when we heard it, oh, like, yeah, because like at first it was just like. Of course, doing it in the studio, listen back, it's all in the middle, but Mark gave it the depth, as you said. Yeah. And I really like that. The album sounds fantastic. Mark did Thank an you, Mark. job mixing, mastering, engineering that. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Mark. We, uh, the guitar tone, we're a little bit like, a little bit like, eh, it sounds kind of weird. Uh, it's probably from the amp we used. Um, we are actually talking to someone at a, at a show, uh, Sacred Reich and Carcass and Municipal Waste the other day, and we were telling him, he goes, uh, he had heard the demos, he hadn't heard the record, and we're like, ah, we, I don't know, the, we thought the record was pretty clean, and he goes, that's what the record's for, that's why you got the singles, and that's why you got the demos, those would be the raw ones, we're like, that's a great point. Yeah. But so, overall, we were very happy with them, the drums, the vocals. Oh, the vocals sound fantastic. Oh, yeah. Mark's a fine mixer. You made it sound like you're screaming, like... Bloody in, murder. In pain in the back of a cave. Yeah, I, yeah, that's where I was. I recorded the vocals in a cave. <laughs> I was where was the cave? Can't tell ya. <laughs> Are you guys uh, dungeon synth fans at all? I I um I like to dabble around with some Mortis, their first album, uh, a lost, forgotten, sad ghost or something like that. Very good, good record. But other other than that, I don't go very far in the dungeon synth world yeah i don't listen to like dungeon synth records there there's one <laughs> uh, but i don't listen to like full dungeon synth records but like i love it in a black metal record 
yeah. like in the middle. And actually, we had a. Uh, this was before I joined Necrolin. I actually saw a show Necrolin played at the Firehouse, mm-hmm. and it was Necrolin, uh, sort of folk slash noise artist, the dude that, um, the fellow that runs the Firehouse. And then there was two Dungeon Synth performers, and they were phenomenal. Uh, Jen Tiaga, I, I'm hoping I pronounce Jentaga. it. Yeah, T-A-I-G-A or T-I-A-G-A. One of them. Very, very good. That sword and crap. It was awesome. And then the other dude, Ozergroth. Ozergroth. Phenomenal as well. So very good live. Definitely check that stuff out live. And they even have, uh, at the at the Raven, they had a Dungeon Festival. Three no day way. Thing. What? Yeah, three-day festival. It was uh, a mere two weeks ago. What the fuck? Three day festival. Yep, at the Raven. I would have one hundred percent gone to that. So what you're a big, so you love the dungeon synth. I every couple of month, like a couple times a year, I'll go through a phase where like I'll listen to a ton of dungeon synth in a mm-hmm. very short period of time. Yeah, and like watch whatever fucking YouTube videos there are, like explaining the 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 sub 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 genres oh, yeah. of it. Yeah, I definitely I definitely prefer like. The driving stuff. Yeah, I like. I don't like this super spacey. I guess that would be ambient or dark wave. I really don't know on those terms. But I like I like the driving shit. That kind of sounds like Bathory Hammerheart, but just the synth. Yeah, yeah, the stuff that's like closer to music, like like black metal. It's more consonant. Yeah, yeah, the, the stuff that's more like taking the dark fantasy synths of black metal and mm-hmm. evolving on that idea is what I, I think I like. Yeah, out of the right genre now. the most. But uh, it's funny to go down the rabbit hole and like listen yeah. to a fucking Dino Synth record or some shit. <laughs> like Dino Synth, goddammit. <laughs> you know about that? No, no, no clue. <laughs> Never heard <laughs> of that. Yeah, is dinosaurs playing synths? That's old, what it sounds like. Old people playing synths? It's like if instead of uh, like a, a scary castle in the woods, Dungeon Synth was trying to embody like a big T Rex lumbering. <laughs> Through the the Triassic fields, <laughs> Triassic fields, yeah, damn it, <laughs> it's interesting. But yeah, I was uh, I was listening to the album, and I, I both like the vocals and like the fact that you guys have synths and a little bit of electronic work in there, because uh, that ends up being a lot of my favorite black metal is stuff that has a little bit of like an electronic or yeah. genre blending tinge to it. Mm. Not genre blending. I wouldn't say the synths are outside of the genre. Uh-huh. They bring in a little bit of like electronic. I like the uh, you know that fucking drum machine track at the beginning of that Mayhem album. Dun 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 dun. Yeah, I love that shit. Sylvester Onfong. Yeah, it's a good one. I, you know, the history of that. No, I have no idea. Euronymous actually, the guy that that wrote that, Euronymous, like knocked on his door. He was like, "Hey, give me a track." And the guy was like, fuck off. And then uh, he was like, you knocked again. He was like, fuck off. And you knocked again. I don't know how many times you knocked. But he said, fuck off a bunch. And then the guy was like, all right. And he just like grabbed a random tape that he like had no use for and just gave it to him. So he'd stop bothering him. That's the story behind it. That's crazy. Yeah. Hey, so it wasn't even a guy in the band. It was just. No, like, no, no. It was some. It's this really big uh, electronic pop dark wave, I guess, musician. And. <laughs> yeah. I know nothing about him. I just assumed that like the band had got no. their hands on a drum machine and just were fucking around. On no, them. it's like some. I think I'm pretty sure he's like pretty popular. Yeah, he, he's he's like pretty popular. Loved him. That's why he like begged him yeah. for it. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. that's a uh... hot bird. <laughs> gotta cover it. Yeah, gotta cover it. Come to the next show. We're covering that we're song. We're covering it. We're not doing anything else. We're just doing that for thirty minutes. Yeah.
So, uh, the drums on the album, like you were saying earlier, sound great. And I know oh. you're a huge classic heavy metal thrash guy. <laughs> yes, I am. You can, you can tell that it's, it's, there's some heavy metal influence on those drums and everything that you play. Oh, yeah. Uh, who are some like drummers that got you into drumming oh. and that influence your style now? Yeah, I mean, someone, someone asked me this. I, I run a album of the day segment on my Instagram, which yeah, I love yeah. very much. And uh, someone asked me, like, oh, if you could, like, make a band with, like, people from all over the place, what would it, who would be? It's like, I don't really focus that much on, like, players and stuff. You know, I like, I like yeah. listening to the full band. I'm not, like, a, even, even though I love all my music from the 80s, I'm not, like, Randy Rhodes, Eddie Van Halen, all the guitar heroes. But I don't know, like, I love Led Zeppelin early on and that, that John Bonham fucking backbeat. And uh, Bill Ward, Black Sabbath, like all over the kit, the fuck, the jazzy stuff too, like furries wear boots, like bum 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 bum. So that's the backbeat again. But actually, I can I can comment on my favorite drummers: Filthy Animal Taylor, Motorhead. It's the greatest drum beat of all time. One of one of the greatest to ever do it. Yep, the D beat. D beat's my favorite drum beat, and uh, I guess if you're asking about drums, uh, you know, like. I don't like, I said this in the other interview, I don't like the, I don't like, like, the hyperblast beat. You had, like, a specific noise that you made in that interview. I'm sure I wrote a blast. Yeah. It fucking got stuck in my head, like, listening back to it a million times. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, I don't like the blast beat where you're playing everything at the same time. There's a couple yeah. records. Like, blast, Blasphemy does it well, and Sarcophago, INRI. But I like the, I like the, the, the black, like, the second, second wave black metal. But I also think blast beats need to be tasteful. Like, I don't like nor score when you just play yeah. play the fucking blast beats all the way through. I like I, th I like it to be tasteful. You want some some musicality behind the, the drums? Nah, not even that. You can just play very primitive beats. I just don't want it to be the whole time, you know. Yeah, yeah. Lots of and Austin loves the gives the folk beat. Very good black metal beat right there. That's a good one. So we we use we use that we use that we're using that more on upcoming stuff for sure. Yeah. I guess since I asked him what is uh, what drummers inspired him, what guitarists and what vocalists inspire you? Uh, guitarists, probably Fenris, Isengard and Darkthrone, Seder of Satyricon. Uh, Seder of Satyricon also for uh, vocal style. Darkthrone... Got some stuff in there, too, kind of. I don't know. Just, everyone does lows all the time, kind of, like mid-range. Not a lot of people do the highs. Mm -hmm. yeah. it, it, it really stands out. Yeah. Different than everyone else, so. Mm -hmm. Real, sh real shrieky shit. Who else? That's pretty much it for my black metal inspirations. I mean, if you're pulling from any other... I don't. I mean, I don't think I'm really pulling from anywhere else, because... <laughs> It's pretty just simple tremolo picking all the way through. Almost fuck. Yeah. Do you have any uh, vocalists you like that have influenced how you sound, or are you just, just does that just come from the heart? Just came from the heart. One day I was like, ah, sounded good. Stuck with it. Stuck with it. I think I think every scream is very unique to the person who does yeah. it. It's hard. They, I think that's the hardest part of a metal band to replicate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of just based on what sound comes out when you put as much air out of your lungs as possible. Yeah. yeah. Especially unique when you get 
get a nice permanent production when you don't have a nuclear blast production, touch it up a bunch, you know, a lot more unique sounding there. Yeah, there's, there's, I feel like it's really difficult for someone to sound good, uh, have a good sounding metal script with no, nothing added to it, no, like, effects or anything. Like, yeah. When, when you can do it with, like, maybe just a little bit of reverb, that's, yeah. That's how you do it. That's all, that's all we do. That's when it's, that's a good voice. This when thrash metal was best was when they had all that reverb between 83 and 85, and then Carrie King said that in an interview. He's like, oh, yeah, show no mercy. We're just sounding like our influences. Hello, Eights. Uh, weren't quite there yet. Rain and Blood, we finally ditched the reverb, and we got real tight. It's like, I love Rain and Blood. It's a great record, but, like, there's charm when you get that shitty production, and you got the too much reverb on the drums, too much reverb on the guitars, too much reverb on the vocals. Yeah. Like, that's the shit I love. That's the shit I really, really love. But yeah, reverb. It's essential. I, 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 I think I, I noticed that on your uh, your album of the album of the day or album of the week. I'm sure. Album of the, of the day. Album every of the, day. Yeah, it's every day. It's oh, yeah. like, I see three on the story like at a time. Yeah, um, yeah. I fall behind. <laughs> but uh, I've noticed that like a lot of the albums that you're shouting out have that kind of old school, yeah. like primitive production to oh, them. Yeah. I mean, I love I love I love that bigger thrash stuff. I, I like like. When they when they started like really sort of doing the hardcore thing and like writing songs to dance to like Testament, The New Order, yeah. uh, Death Angel, Ultraviolence, like that and DRI Thrash Zone, mm -hmm. like they're really writing that stuff as like dance music and that stuff doesn't really have the the primitive production. I love that stuff too, but the stuff I really care about is like sort of when when people are still wearing chains and leather and not skinny jeans and white shoes. Which I'm wearing right now. Those are some, uh, it's like a classic hardcore thrash kit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, people at Neckerland shows, people actually make comments about that a lot, about like how like different we all look. They're like, they say, you got the, the death metal, the, the death metal person over there, they got the black metal, or you got the fucking, uh, you, you, you the thrash are traditional. Like, kind of like your own individual genre. Yeah. It's, it's pretty. Yeah. When I when I saw you guys live, I thought that I did notice that. I didn't say anything about yeah. it at the time, but it was like, yeah, no, we get we've been getting a lot recently. I think it's pretty funny, and that's that's the way you do it. You wear what you want, goddamn it. Hell yeah. No ifs ands buts about it. What is uh? Have you, have you guys played live? Oh yeah, uh, I think we're at five times five? four, three and a half. Let's run them down. We got so first first show was just kind of like in the studio private thing. Yeah. So that that'll be the half. Firehouse, Firehouse in Worcester, P and I Club, P and I Club, fucking the fucking uh, diversity consignment. Diversity consignment. So three and a half. Three and a half. Well, three yeah, and a half. Three and a half. Shout out the diversity consignment people. Those people are awesome, and yeah. it, it looks like uh, I don't know if you ever heard of that place. Uh, I, I haven't been there for a show yet. Yeah. Like, I've walked by it. Yeah. It's a cool yeah. spot. Cool as hell. Um, they People were being posers and whining about the noise and whatever. And so they had to shut it down. They couldn't do it in the basement anymore. But I think they have a new spot. They have a new Instagram. I think it's called Dirty Events with a Z at the end. And uh, so that's super cool that they're going to keep that going. They were super awesome. They had a record store in the, in the basement. Got some Molly Hatchet, Uriah Heep. Floyster cult, got some cool stuff. Good 70s heaviness. 
down there. But yeah, those those folks are awesome. So we'd like to come back anytime. Yeah. Hit us up. Yeah, yeah like, down there for a show. It seems like a cool little yeah, yeah it's very cool spot. Oh, yeah. uh, what does a what does a Mort Verdon show look like? Um, it's pretty simple. Not a lot of chit chat between songs. Get right to the right to the music. Uh, me and my whole get up got the corpse paint on. Destruction. Destruction. I got fucking the, the bullet belts. Bullet belts. Bullet belts. Bullet belts. I'm sentenced to death. God damn it. Studs and leather. Studs and leather. Heavy metal forever. You gotta have the theatrics. Oh yeah. yeah. Jack's probably wearing. Um, I, I would be wearing exactly what I'm wearing right now. The 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 battle jacket. Vest. Yeah. What's, the, uh, what's the back patch? Oh, I shout out this band. Get on my get on my knees. Heavy load. Heavy load. Death and gl death or glory. Austin's is just as good. Onslaught. Power from hell. Heavy metal angels. Metal and leather. But yeah, that represent Reverend Bazaar, Witchfinder General. And yeah, we're, Simon. we're I saw I saw a meme the other day, and I think it was uh, I forget what band. You know the meme where like it's all the swords on like, or it's all the people cutting the cake, mm -hmm. and it like says like a bunch of different sorts of people that all like that one thing. Mm -hmm. I think, I want to say it was Thin Lizzy. It was Thin Lizzy, yeah. and it said, like, it said, like, punks, like, dads, like, people in Irish music, and it said, heavy metal vest warriors. I'm like, I love Thin Lizzy. I have a patch. Thin Lizzy's patch. But, uh, I, I was like, Bad heavy reputation. metal vest warrior. I've never heard, I've actually never heard that, uh, terminology, but I'm like, yeah, that, that describes me. <laughs> make you guys do a, uh... A patch tour. A patch oh. tour. After this. I would love to do a patch tour, yeah. I, yeah. I've lost to say about every single one of these. <laughs> Fuck yeah. We can do that after the podcast. I'm down. I got nowhere to be. <laughs> Alright. Uh, let's see. Music. I kind of just... I, I, I feel like you guys are going to have some good metal talk. I kind of just want to talk about bands a little bit. It's been yeah. a while since I've had a classic, like, just talking about <laughs> fucking... What, what are you guys been listening to? Wow, what are you to Let me grab my phone just so I remember. I got that short-term memory loss. I don't know if you rip up your phone and see what you got on the recent fucking listens. Today I was being kind of a nerd. I so I'm. This is, I guess, rather interesting to some people. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm an album diehard. Like I, I play playlists when I'm driving in the car with Austin. When I'm driving in the car with other people. But like, on my own time, it is albums. You listen. Same. You don't yeah. shuffle. You don't shuffle it. Mm -mm. None of that crap. You listen to the album front to back. Yeah. And like. I don't even like if I if some a lot of people throw recommendations to me all the time. Yeah. And if if even if I know I'm gonna like it, because like they know they know my taste well, I'm even hesitant to listen to it, just because like I I put an album on, and I'm not gonna turn it off. Like if you send me a recommendation of an album, I'm not gonna turn that shit off. I'm gonna listen to it all the way through regardless. Yeah. And like I won't I don't even skip tracks until I know I don't like the track. Same, yeah. And there's never like a metal track on an album I don't like. So it's just like some weird interlude or something. But let's see what, let's see what we got. Um, one thing I have been listening to a lot is sort of my favorite album in the past month is Thundersteel by Riot. Uh, Riot was a very early American metal band. Um, the first record was actually 1977. And it's like bona fide metal. Like they, they were going pretty quick. And uh, so the first three records are super classic uh, rock, metal. Uh, early stuff like that, and then they kind of got, they had a lot of record label issues and stuff, record labels mm -hmm. like, you guys gotta write a hit, and shit like that, typical yep. 80s metals kind of nonsense, and uh, so they wrote two albums that aren't quite as good, they're good, but they're a little, little soft, and then 
they came back with Thundersteel. And it was like ripping, super fast, super high vocals, incredible album, highly recommended. And uh, that's just been like my total jam lately, is Thundersteel by Riot. But uh, yeah, I, guess, I, I was kind of listening to that uh, sort of, sort of listening to some thrash metal albums that today at school, I even listen to, like, I go to school and I have a headphone in. Yeah. Just listening to albums. But uh, so today I wasn't listening to anything too cool. Like, my street metal cred is uh, not going up on these ones. But uh, Testament, Practice What You Preach, like, it's getting a little, that is like the definitive Wiffle Ball Thrash album. So, like, Wiffle Ball Thrash is just like, it's not like the Black album by Metallica where you're like, this isn't even thrash. They're still yeah. playing thrash, but it's like big production. They're not going that fast. It's not that visceral, you know. And then same thing, Anthrax, State of Euphoria, Wiffle Ball Thrash. Now we're, oh, we're listening to some cool shit this morning, though, so not Wiffle Ball Thrash. Morbid Saint, fucking Spectrum of Death. It's the most, violent, yeah, it's the most violent thrash album of all time. If you're a death metal fan or a thrash metal fan, you got to hear that. It literally sounds like the guy's throat is going to, like... Like, I don't know how he made it through half a song in that record. Absolutely insane. And then Exhorter, Slaughter in the Vatican. It's another uh, Pantera. B- people accuse Pantera of getting their sound from them. It's like thrash, a little bit of death metal and crap. and uh, But it's like real groovy. That's some, that's some good shit. That's what, that's what I had on uh, this today. That's what I've listened to today. Mm-hmm. Go through some shit. Oh, let's see. I listened to some Witchfinder General, Friends of Hell. Number fucking one. Bulldozing Bastard. Yeah, uh, some Judas Iscariot. It's always good. Reverend Bazaar. Been on big Doom kick lately. You guys are Doom guys, right? Yeah. But so I don't know. It's sort of like I, I've been saying this to a lot of people lately. It's like poor me, but <laughs> it's like people don't understand what I mean when I say Doom metal. Like I like Sleep. I like Electric Wizard. You, you're not like a stoner metal guy. You're more into no. Classics, and so. I like I hate God. I like Crowbar. Yeah. I'm not, like, huge into sludge and stoner metal. I'm huge into traditional doom metal, 80s doom metal. Like, the, the, the first Saint stuff... St. Vitus, Candlemass. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, those, are, those are some of our Best favorite stuff. bands. Cathedral. Yes. Cathedral, <laughs> that, that's a great one, too. Cathedral, so it's like... They, they, brought, they brought that sound back. They're the first ones to bring that sound back. Yeah. In, the, like, the mid-'90s. Because the, the first one was, like, sort of, like, Death Doom. And, you know, I, like... <laughs> really good quote. I don't know where I, this comes from, but someone made a comment about death, death doom on Metal Archives because I'm always on there because I'm a nerd. But uh, so I made a comment. They're like, "What do these kids mean by death doom? Death metal was slow in the '80s." But anyway, <laughs> death doom. The first one was like death doom, and then they got a little groovier. And then the 1995 album, I think it was like that's where they really started doing the, the Sabbath and the Saint Vitus Pentagram stuff. Yeah. So yeah, Cathedral. Shout out, shout out, Bugkin. He likes Judas Priest and Cathedral. He's the fucking man. Fuck yeah. Fuck. But Reverend Bazaar. Reverend Bazaar. Good stuff. Uh, Pagan Altar. Yeah. Magical, magical stuff. Magical. Some inepsy, some thrash. Yeah. Eagle thrash. Inepsy. Anti-Simex. Metal, metal punk. Yeah, we like our. Uh, we like our our hardcore from the eighties. Our. Hardcore. D Beat Central. D Beats. Discharge. Yeah. Discharge. Discharge is always good. The Fathers. Hear nothing, see nothing, say nothing. Best punk rock album of all time. Listen to a lot of Morg Verdon lately. It's actually the only thing I've been listening to. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah been listening. He, he was lying. I was looking at his phone. 
And all those bands, he said he just made those up. It just said yeah. Feldenhung, Feldenhung. Feldenhung. Spell of Destruction once. Feldenhung. Yeah, yeah. He was lying. Yeah, his last FM scrabbles open, he had just 10,000 on <laughs> <laughs> Biggest Borg Burden thing. Yeah, just the greatest music <laughs> yeah, in I'm the actually, world. Yeah, I've actually been listening. I listened to some Borg Burden today, actually. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't fucking believe it. Let's see, uh, I listened to Eternal Sleep, uh, probably th- three. Three! Uh, good song name. Funeral Cries. Funeral Cries, it's a good one. That's some good stuff. Feldenhung all the way through. It was that song about gnomes. Yeah, that gnome song. Yeah, it's got a gnome song? It's yeah. It's about gnomes. Uh, so, I was, uh, this is the, this is my only contribution to Feldenhung. It's the only song I wrote. Uh, I write black metal songs for my solo project, and I was going off and be like, that's not the more furnace sound, and I'm like, totally makes sense. Like, it's not the more furnace sound. But uh, this one, Austin was like, yeah, it's pretty cavalt. It's pretty good this, stuff. This ranks high enough, enough on the cavalt uh, meter. <laughs> so he was like, all right, we can use it. And uh, I was writing lyrics. Uh, I pulled some lyrics from uh, the, 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 Natasha and Eternal Sleep by Dark Throne. Uh, Satanic Witch. That was a, it's a lyric. These goddamn angels drunk. I didn't use that, but Satanic Witch, I pulled that. And uh, from uh, some other... Norwegian black metal tune. I can't remember right now. And uh, so it was like Forest of Unknown, like Lost in the Forest of the Unknown, Satanic Witch. You know, I don't know lyrics anymore. I wrote them, but Fog Across the Forest of Unknown. Uh, uh, I, I don't even remember. Yeah, but basically, I, 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 I don't even remember what the question was. But oh, gnomes. <laughs> so fog crawls through forest unknown. Google Translate: Fog crawls through forest unknown. Hit the no, fucking, so hit the fucking arrow, and it says what? No, so our live musician uh, guitarist Nolan, he. Uh, oh yeah, you actually know the fucking. Shout out Nolan. The fucking story. So story. Yeah, I go. This song's called "Taki Creeper Gnome Scooter Ukja," and he goes, "There's a song about gnomes." <laughs> and so from then on, we just been calling it the Gnome Song because yeah. gnome means forest. Forest. There's a couple Dark Tron tunes with a uh, genome in it. I believe there's one on Under a Funeral Moon and Transylvania Hunger. So, uh, Austin, you write most of the songs. Why don't you go into your songwriting process oh, a little boy. bit? Oh, boy. So, basically, what I used to do, what I still kind of do, I would listen to a song I'd like. I'd be like, oh, it's a pretty good tune. How, how can I pretty much copy this but not copy it at the same time? I would do that, figure it out, and that's how I would write my songs, pretty much. And so I'm. It's kind of, kind of copying, but I'm. So I'm the biggest critic on that. Like, we we sort of Austin will come, will come here, bunch of riffs, and I'll be like, dude, that's way too close. But to, like, to another song. I'll be like, we're not doing that. And but yeah, Austin Austin's the riff man, and then we sort of put the riffs together. Yeah. In ways that are nice. Uh, yeah, no, no actual science behind it. It's just yeah. we're, we're young men. Yeah. What about for the uh, What about for the lyrics? Oh, boy, uh, that's just. It's secret. No, it's it's Bullshit. random. Yeah, <laughs> random stuff. You just Black. write stuff that sounds cool. Black yeah, whatever stuff. sounds evil and cavolt, cavolt, and then yeah, it's pretty much it. Drums. I give some feedback, but that's mainly yeah. his department. Yeah, sometimes I keep it too old, too too seventies, too rock. <laughs> gotta gotta metalize it, metalizer. Uh, but sometimes for the vocals, I I do tap into a uh, mood, or I don't know, say mood, but area, and I uh, vibe. 
Yeah, the vibe. <laughs> I like uh, again talk about like forests and evil forests and caves and spooky stuff like that. Sadness. 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 Very important. So sad. So sad. Yeah. Whatever sounds cool. Sort of like uh, the. It's not out yet. It's kind. It's kind of half. It's kind of eighty percent recorded. It's yeah. coming out, but uh, uh, sort of like it's almost like. It's like, uh, sort of, I don't listen to DSBM, really. I like, I like Telepathic with Deceased, and I like 10th sub-level of Suicide. I like those two. I don't really listen to DSBM. Uh, I also like, what's, what the fuck's that? Strid. Strid, yes. That's like all, end all life. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a three song thing. It's like from like 19, it's 93 or 95, Mm -hmm. but it's like, you listen and go, shit, it's like DSBM. But. It doesn't have, like, it wasn't recorded on a computer. It was recorded in a studio. Yeah. And so, that's sort of, like, some some people have said that to us. Like, it it's kind of sounds like DSBM, but it's still, like, true black metal. And yeah. so, like, I love those sad riffs. Those sad black metal riffs. But Melancholy. I don't, I don't like, I don't like the fucking did it on my computer and there's one trillion layers and there's all this crap in the background and it and the drums sound like sound like they're made on a computer even if you record them like the electronic drum kit. I don't like that stuff, but we like the sad black metal riffs. Yeah. In a nineties Norwegian black metal context. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, I, I, I hadn't thought of like Mark Vernon like that, but you're one hundred percent right. You have yeah. those sad like Melancholic riffs. Melancholic. We, we, we actually have a word for that around these parts. That that sort of riff. The t- t- twi- the twilight the riff. The twilight riff. Yes. So yeah, those the twilight riffs over like some old school black metal. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what we go for usually. So like like you think like Hans Sistaventer and and Vindav Sorg by Dark Throne mm-hmm. off Panzerfaust. So those are like the two really black metal tracks on Pentafoss. Yeah. As opposed to the Celtic Frost kind of stuff. And like those are that's the definition of Twilight Riff is those two songs. All of Transylvanian Hunger. Transylvanian Hunger was purely yeah. Twilight Riffs. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're sort of we sort of have shaky opinions on Transylvanian Hunger. Oh so do and, I. And the yeah, dude, I could I could like Transylvanian Hunger is one of those albums where it's like there's so much that I absolutely like adore about it, uh, but I don't actually like listening to it that much. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know. I it's it's yeah. like you're one of those Twilight Riffs are, are like, there's too much of them. Not not enough metal. Not a, that's not that, even, and then it's also just like I don't know. The vocals just do nothing for me. Yeah, Fenris Fenris isn't even that much of a fan of that album. He says the best black metal album we did is Under a Funeral Moon because it, had, it was black metal. It wasn't. He goes uh, fucking later Dark Throne, which we we uh, voiced our love for in the past interview. Mm-hmm. Um, there's too much black and there's too little metal. Dealing with this has me breaking my shackles. So like, you gotta keep the metal and the black metal. You gotta keep the Celtic frost. You gotta keep the bathroom and shit. You gotta keep the fucking venom in there, dude. Fucking Celtic, Celtic frost. frost God damn it. Emperor's return. But yeah, that's our sort of Transylvania hunger rant. But yeah, still love it. Still love it for sure. sure. Talking about something. Something. We were, we were metal, talking about something. More burden. That kind of shit. Oh yeah, we're talking about. Riff writing, I think. We're talking about we got we had, we moved on from we established riff writing to 
lyrics oh. to something. I don't know. I think something. the conversation like flew naturally. Yeah. And then we hit a wall. But uh, we're talkers. We're yeah. We're t- uh, back to my like riff writing kind of. We have a lot of the Twilight riffs on the. Oh, it got, it was the DSBM thing. Like, yeah. Other people commenting on it. Oh yeah. But um. Yeah, on our EP that we have coming out relatively soon, hopefully. Uh, that has a lot of Twilight riffs, but the album coming out after, some straight DB raw punk on it. Yeah. Oh, you guys are going. Yeah. Like, I mean, a little punk. A little, it's, it's still going to be black metal, but it, there's some good punk in there. And a little, a little bit of a. We'll see what makes past the chopping block. A little bit of a. Doom. A little bit of Doom. A little bit of a. Doom Throne, Eternal Hails, yeah, sort of that kind of vibe. Ooh, yeah. Okay, you guys are really enticing me because I love like a good. Oh shoot, I got the burps. I love a good like a uh, Black and Doom album. Yeah, I'm a big. Uh... You ever listen to Burning Witch? No. It was the guys in Sun's band before they were in Sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like the main guy from Sun's band before he was in Sun. Mm-hmm. It's just like. Pretty slow, like, uh-huh. like very, like shrieky black cold doom metal. Yeah, you might like mm. it. It's pretty good. I don't. Bur- Burning Witch. Burning Witch. Yeah. Where where from? Do you know? Oh, I don't know where they're I'm, from. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up though. I'm sure. I, I just know them because I'm it's sure. Fun. I look up Burning Witch and there'll be a bunch, and then I'll look for the one that says black slash doom metal, and then I'll have it. There's there's two. There's Burning Witch and then there's Burning Witches, and I don't think there's actually that yeah. many other. Bands oh okay. Than that. Alright, cool. I'm gonna check that. That's pretty cool. But it's Burning Witch, not Burning Witches. The the Black Doom thing, like, Under Funeral Moon has, like, a bunch of those, like, super slow riffs. Yeah. But, like, uh, Beharit, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if you're familiar with Beharit Drawing Down the Moon. Like, there's, like, literal, like, pentagram riffs in there. Hell yeah. And, and I saw a, a, a comment on uh, YouTube, Metal Archives, one of the two, and it's like, this is what it would sound like if Tony Iommi was a black me- uh, an alien that played black metal. And I was like, dude, that's exactly what it sounds like. And Barathrum is another one. They're, like, they're a Finnish band, and they played like that Black Doom shit. But I'm not that familiar with it. I actually have some some people have like sent me some stuff, and so I get more into it because I love black metal, I love doom metal. Black I love doom. doom metal so much, dude. Those are like doom is know. the essence of metal. I, Dawn uh, of winter. Epicus doomicus metallicus. Goddamn right. it! It doesn't get it doesn't get heavier than doom. No. I feel like the heaviest music is all under the most like crushing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel you. We were we I was we were discussing this in the car earlier on the way here. Black Sabbath is heavier than your favorite black metal band. Oh, absolutely, dude! Heavier. Like it's way heavier. Like the backbeat is Maybe. what makes shit heavy, dude. Black metal's extreme and it's atmospheric. It's not heavy. It's it's harsh. It can be harsh. It's no. it's. Uh, you could even say aggressive, but uh-huh. it definitely isn't as, like, crushing or pummeling as, like, yeah, yeah even Black Sabbath. I'd say that, like, even Led Zeppelin is heavier yeah, than Yeah, dude, the John Bond, like, when the levee breaks, that fucking backbeat, that's heavy. And, like, I don't know, it's, uh, oh, it slipped me. It slipped me. But, uh, oh, there it is. Like, it's, a, like, a controversial opinion. I mean, I like Slayer way better than, I like, Pantera. But, dude, Pantera's heavier than Slayer. Those riffs are weighty as fuck. Yeah, no, you're right. And I, like... I like Slayer. You're light years ahead of fucking oh, Pantera. I don't like Pantera, but, but I like, Slayer. dude, Pantera. Those riffs are fucking heavy. You know, there's yeah. no, there's no like hardcore. Yeah. Hardcore is heavier than most metal. That shit's weighty. It, it yeah. has nothing to do with extremity, dude. It's not yeah, heaviness and extremity. Heaviness are, and extremity are definitely different. De- different things. A uh, 
a good like hardcore breakdown is gonna beat out most even like a lot of death metal. Yeah, just it's heavier. That's saying heavy heaviness is like uh-huh. not over here looking for the heaviest shit of all time, but heaviness and extremity are very very different things. You, you ever know? listen to uh, Left Cross? No. It's like this death metal band from I think Virginia. I found like a seven inch of theirs in DC mm-hmm. for three bucks. It's the only reason I know who they are. They have like five hundred monthly listeners. Uh-huh. But it's like super uh, punk inspired death metal. I think you'd like them. Okay, I like to hear that. I like my I like my. My punky, my punky death metal, my abscess and autopsy and entombed. They kept the punk in their death metal. I love so I'm, I'm I love that first, uh, Dude, Left, left Hand Paths, greatest death, greatest death metal album of all time. Possibly, possibly. I might agree with you. It depends on the day. Depends yeah. If I want uh, my death yeah, metal no, to be it like... depends on the day. I, I have a pretty. I'm not very exploratory with my death metal these days. Like, I like my, my old school death metal classics, and I don't do much like exploring. But like so, like I have I have my top t- five death metal albums, and that's I, that. I uh, hmm. there's a lot of garbage death metal. So it's like I feel like when I when I say I like a certain kind of death metal, like I don't mean most of it. I mean yeah. like two bands out of it. Uh-huh. Like I don't know a lot of that like grindier uh, death metal. I'm not hmm. You know the grindier? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying right now. I don't. Yeah. Know I mean, I'll, I'll, like, I'll, like for example, I don't like tech death. I don't like Tech Death either that much. Intricate Tech Death! You love Tech Death? No. Okay. Uh, at the end of Cold Moon on the album, yeah. if you wait a few seconds, you can hear Jack go, Intricate Tech Death! Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't know why we were talking about Intricate Tech Death. It's because we were playing in fucking Cold Moon, which is a blast beat all the way through. And I go, Intricate Tech Death! <laughs> and uh, it slipped, slipped, slipped by the uh, mastering process, and so it's on the record. Yeah. So let's, let's there's some there's some funny ones at the end of the next EP. Yeah, I, I don't like, know what we said. Who's listening to Tech Death? Like I'm, I, I don't you know, know who, who listens, listens to, to Tech that? Death. I couldn't even tell you a, de- it's, a Tech it, Death band. I can't tell you any Tech Death. Uh, you know, what? I listened to it in like high school, like when I was first getting into like death uh-huh. metal. Like I think I feel like the first death metal bands that I got into were like melodic and tech death because it was the like most it's yeah. accessible it's weirdly like more accessible yeah than like meat and potatoes yeah it took me a little bit to like enjoy I'm gonna like, tune was my like gateway into, uh-huh. into like good death metal I'm, pro- I'm probably gonna piss some people off with this one but oh, it's just it's, shit, it's, it's yeah. just my opinion like I used to like none so vile by cryptopsy I've, I've totally wimped out on death metal like dude I hear cryptopsy none so vile and I'm like, dude, this is like too extreme for me. Like I've totally whipped out on death metal. Like give yeah, no, give me give me death and autopsy and obituary, dude. I, I like I love obituary. Bolt thrower. Bolt fucking thrower. Actually, no, bolt thrower is the first death metal really? band I ever listened to. My uncle left a bunch of CDs at my house mm-hmm. and like bolt thrower, um shit. Oh, I used to have the which album it was memorized. I completely I could, if I saw the cover I could remember it. I'm, I'm so curious now because I love it's, every Bolt Thrower album. Uh, it's the one that's just like just the logo in the middle of the album. There's like first a, one, Realm of Chaos. No, it's the second one. Oh, there's there's a the Cavalt one before that. There's an Earth Crisis like bootleg tee that steals it. I, that doesn't help at all. That's the uh, logo. I'm, I'm unwise in the ways of vegan straight hardcore. <laughs> Does it go like Bolt Thrower? No, that's oh, you know what? I'm just look it up. Look it up. We I'm gotta gonna, know I'm every bolt, look it up. Every Bolt like, Thrower album fucking bangs. So we gotta know. Oh, they're so good. Uh... I, I, oh, is it, uh, not the newest one. No, it's not new. This is, like, I'm talking, oh. like, 2007 is when I listened to this. Uh, <laughs> All their albums were out by 2007. Who so. Dares When? 
Oh, okay. What does that one look like? Who dares wins? Uh, it's this one. Oh, I, oh. Think, I think that's like a comp. Is it? Yeah, I think that's a comp. The, yeah, that just got left in yeah. my house with like and, some Alice in Chains and Guns N' Roses CDs oh, yeah. one day. Um, aren't they like Warhammer inspired or something? Yeah, I don't know anything about Warhammer, but I know all I know is I fucking <laughs> Wikipedia. Uh, Realms of Chaos, best bolt throw album. Uh, they fucking Fourth Crusade, best bolt throw album. <laughs> Warhammer uh, sued them, and so they had to change the album cover and shit. Shit. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're like huge Warhammer dudes. That's why my uncle had the, the album. Uh -huh. Huge Warhammer dude. I feel you. Yeah. He's like, I don't even like death metal. I just. <laughs> it's like they song. like Warhammer, so I'm, so I'm buying it. He's funny. He's like seen a bunch of. Uh, he's seen a bunch of like super crazy bands. Uh -huh. but, like you know, it, just because they like opened for somebody that's like uh -huh. way more milk toast than he wanted to see. Like yeah. he's seen Napalm Death Live. I remember I was like, I, was told, <laughs> I saw Napalm. He's like, yeah, I saw Napalm Death Live in like '96 or some shit, like uh -huh. some long time ago, because they opened for like. Some big band. Some fucking thrash metal band that yeah. liked. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Everyone's got the fucking Grindcore Uncle. I guess this guy isn't the Grindcore Uncle, but Grindcore Uncle. It's a common yeah. running theme in people's He didn't lives. know what Grindcore was. No. I, I, had to, I, had to like, I yeah. remember I mentioned it. And like, oh, he was like, what, what's Grindcore? And I was like, oh, uh, uh, Napalm Death. Like, yeah, oh, okay. that's, that's it. That's it. Grindcore is another one. Like, I'm not too exploratory, but I love Grindcore. Re Repulsion, Horrified. Fucking terrorizer world downfall. Those are my fucking jams. I love discordance access. I've heard that name. I love full of hell. That's the one. Of, that's Mark's band. That's I just saw them live. Uh, middle. Was it the Middle East? Middle, no, at the uh, the Palladium. Palladium. They opened for uh, Acacia Strand. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know they, they played. They played with Blood Incantation. They were playing with at the Middle East. Like that was a wild band. That was a little bit. At the Palladium, it was Primitive Man. Uh -huh. Full of hell, fit for an autopsy, and occasion strike. Oh, I saw I saw people putting that on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder because my girlfriend loves Primitive Man. She's a big doom head. But... Someone someone mentioned that to me. Primitive Man. I'm a little bit. That's me. That's, that's me. I am the Primitive He's Man. The primitive man. I'm a little out of the loop on. All right, let's get back to let's get back to uh, <laughs> yeah. to more verdant talk. Yeah. We, we got super off track, but it's whatever. It's whatever. Uh, that's kind of that's what I wanted out of this podcast. Is it to be like way more conversational? Because then yeah. I don't have to edit as much. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, what's up? What's next for Morkford? Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. Uh, we got EP, album, and then a split oh, with this nice fella from Greece. I still don't know how to pronounce his band name. Try. Oh. I need a. I need. I'm gonna a look. make you embarrass yourself. I, I need a look at it because I. I don't even. Greece. How did that happen? Uh, so really nerdy story. I was looking through metal archives. As one does. Found his band. He had like. A few. Few releases. I think he had a. He had just released an album. And like a few demos and maybe a, EP or something, and uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to email this guy because I want to get uh, more, rec more recognized more in other parts of the world. And uh, I was like, hey, want to do a split? And he was like, yeah, sure, why not? That's sick. Yeah. Um, that's, that's really cool. A little international project. That's awesome. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. It's probably going to release sometime this winter, next winter, whenever. You guys winter. need to do a... Uh 
an Eastern European tour now. Oh yeah, well, a little Mediterranean tour. Yeah, those Greece those, and Turkey. Dude, that they they back in the early '90s, they had the fucking black metal, dude. Like Rotting Christ, fucking phenomenal. Ver Verathron's pretty good. Just sounds like Rotting Christ, but dude, like Czechoslovakia, uh, Masters Hammer. Fenris, the first album. Oh, shit, we're not talking about Mark Gordon anymore. Uh, <laughs> no, you can keep talking. You can keep going on Metal Talk. I don't give a fuck. Fucking Master's Hammer, Ritual, fucking 1990. Fenris says, that's the first Norwegian black metal album, even though it came from Czechoslovakia. That's a super cool, super cool album. Uh, Malacarpeton, I got, I got the fucking patch here. They were fucking, they're a really cool band. They got some, like, lot, lots of influences, like Merciful Fate stuff. Like, they got Bathory Hammerheart stuff. They got all sorts of black metal. They're from, they're from, uh, I'm, I'm not up to date on my Eastern European politics. I know it's like Yugoslavia, Czech Republic. I don't really know. But they're from one of those. They're from Eastern Europe. And uh, they're really fucking good. And Cat, Metal in Hell. That's a first wave black metal classic from, uh, from, uh, from Poland. So that's not quite the same thing. But. Anyways, uh, <laughs> the band name is... Yeah, Greek band. Askelafos. Askelafos. It looks very Greek. The Fos, you know. Yep. Rather Greek. All right, I'm gonna uh, clip this and send this to him immediately. <laughs> like, be like, fuck you! I'm not doing it anymore. You're fucking, fucking study up on your Greek, goddammit. Are you gonna be uh, putting that split on anything? Is it gonna be oh yeah, it'll be. You gonna print that through upside? Yeah, it'll be everywhere. CD, cassette tape, if you feel like it. No vinyl. Don't have enough money. Yeah. I'm down to. I might get a cassette. That yeah, sounds fun. If, Austin's if, the cassette motherfucker. Dude. Yeah, hand make them, hand print them. Fuck yeah. Hand hand make the paper, hand make the ink. <laughs> do you have like the? Uh, do you have like the equipment to record them yourself? I guess yeah. You just said you did. You make yeah, them I mean, I like put a cassette player right up to my speaker and. <laughs> Oh, like it's not, it's not like it's, a, it's not no, a, it's like very much bootleg. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. it sounds like crap. Whoever has and them people, more. Yeah, people have them. You yeah, there's a people few shows. people that have, people um, have more current uh, demo two cassette tapes and they sound horrible. <laughs> True, Cabalt. God damn it. That, that sounds kind of, I've been wanting to put out like, not put out, I've been thinking about like maybe getting some kind of like charity compilation thing. Uh-huh. Done through Bughead, like get produce a CD mm -hmm. and then some chair pick a charity and donate yeah. the, the funds to it. That'd be sick. And I feel like a cassette that's recorded literally, like I just make it through a speaker. Yeah, that's exactly what I, I don't be, know how else to do it. Like really bootleg it, like like one hundred, mm -hmm. like it's an old mixtape. Austin loves that shit, dude. Yeah. You know, before any of us were born. Austin got fucking Rainbow Rising, one of the greatest yeah. '70s metal albums of all time. That fucking savers. One dollar. Fucking on cassette. Killer. Listen so, to it all the time. So killer. I buy a lot of... Not a lot. I, I, I get cassettes from, like, newer bands a lot. Mm -hmm. It's the cheapest piece of, mm -hmm. like, merch they have. And it's just like, I just want your nail on my shelf somewhere in my <laughs> yeah. pile of fucking cassette tapes. Fangs. So I got a bunch of new ones. Newer yeah. releases. Let's see. What else do we have going on? Well, so yeah, we got the 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 al the EP is like done. It's just missing bass. Yeah, and I'm a couple. Pretty sure we're doing that today. And a couple. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, got got some back and vocals. Oh, we some, got some harmonizing. And then get so, me on there, I'll sing. Yeah. The feature vocal. <laughs> the split, which I know nothing about. You talk about that, and then we got the fucking album 
album two, two, release three, whatever the fuck you want to call it. We we got we got four tracks. We demoed them, and uh, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. It's probably a pretty good topic that's pretty related to the band. Just like you know, we're not black metal all the time kind of people. Yeah, I'm yeah, all, yeah, yeah. So like, we kind of want to throw some other influences in there, but yeah, I mean, I. But like, go dude, ahead, absolutely. Yeah, that, it's easy to say that, but at the same time, like, what's the name of the band? Oh yeah, Morg Verdon. Oh, that's definitely a black metal band, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, but we have like, we just put out the speed metal record. Yeah. But honestly, that's sick. You should just, I, I would just like go ahead first. That, that. That's what I do with my project. I just put everything in, mm-hmm. and Austin's always sort of like wanted to keep it cavalt, and I'm, I, I agree with that. Like, it, it's there's a lot of like image around it and shit. So I don't know. We we don't know. We might make another band for the extracurriculars. Yeah, we might, we we've might, had some talk about that. Yeah, we've been we haven't really figured it out. Might leave it in more burden. But uh, I don't know. It's sort of. You should put out an album that's one song of every genre. Yeah, <laughs> if if we ever do like a different project, write a write a write a deathcore song. Yeah, but uh, yeah, if we ever do a different project, it's gonna be it's gonna be all <laughs> of us. So place. sick. <laughs> Just like in the middle of fucking. It's like a really cult black metal. It's just like it's super cleanly produced, super technical, fucking like craziest yeah, breakdown deathcore song. We're not we're not good enough at our instruments for that shit. I'll just fucking program it. Yeah. yeah we, we'll Actually, we're, we are we are gonna release a, a CD, and it's gonna just be a music by Wishfinder General, the song music. Yeah, it's, it's, gonna, be, gonna, be, it's gonna be the first compilation. Yeah, it's gonna be that riff just played on various instruments. Yep. I love music. Oh yeah, I do. I love music every day. So that'll, that'll be track one featuring Bughead. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we're gonna we'll sing it and we'll fucking play it on a guitar. We'll play it on a flute. Yeah. Fucking play it on the gonna, drums. We're gonna put that and then we're gonna record that through speakers uh-huh. onto a cassette. Onto a cassette. Off the CD we make. Yeah. yeah. That, obviously. Obviously. It's gotta sound horrible. It's gotta sound cavalt. <laughs> and then we're gonna release cavalt. that and uh, make gonna, millions make, of dollars. Yeah, make trillions. Just like we're gonna make every single every penny dollar. In the world. It's every gonna, we're gonna dollar. overtake every other record label. Bughead. Yeah. We're gonna overtake the world. Bughead Records. Bughead uh, Records. It's starting now with this compilation. Wit music by Witchfinder General. Rockin' is my way. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, we're just two rock and roll. Wait, there's music on this album? Yeah, it goes like I love music. Oh yeah, I do. Every day, lyrics I did write. That's a great track. Check that. It literally, like, literally, it's like, Witchfinder General. They're like, all right, we gotta write a hit, and let's put keyboards and shit, and make it sound like that song, Funky Town. You know that song? Yeah. It's like let's make it literally sound like that, but. We're Witchfinder General, and we only listen to Black Sabbath, and our, gatoon, our guitars are tuned in C standard, and it's 1983, so it's like going to be super poppy, but it's still going to be heavy as fucking hell. And so that's what that song's like, so you should definitely check that song out. It's really funny. I'll do that. And the lyrics are so cheesy, and Witchfinder General is like the most unserious and serious band at the same time. True Doom in general. Yeah, we, we have we have a sign actually. This is the official announcement. Okay. Let the people know. Do you have anything else to shout out while that sign gets made? Oh uh, yeah, I feel like I shouted out all those like bands that don't need our money last time. 
But uh, shout out someone who does need your money. Yeah, uh, Ancient Death. They're from fucking half of them from Providence, half of them from Worcester, dude. I saw them at RPM Fest, which is a pretty cool fest out there. Every fucking day. Check it out. Bring it up. I love music, goddammit. Every fucking day, goddammit. That's true art right there. Music. Wait, there's wait, is there gonna be music? No, there's no, no music. There's no, no, music. There's no music. But yeah, Ancient Death, like they're a fucking super, super duper sick death metal band from uh down there and out east. And it's we played a there. we played a show with them. And dude, it was even better than the first time I saw them. So fucking incredible. And uh, what's it called? All the all the dudes in the bands were like repping my favorite bands ever. Like, dude, the the the, the drummer, uh, I forget what sweatshirt he had on. It was cool though. But late after the show, he like took it off, and dude, he was wearing a poison into so the sick. abyss shirt. Colin, oh my god, the second what's up? The oh shit, you guys are doing a thing. Oh, hey, what's up? What's up? How you doing? But uh, is Ancient Death, man. dude, the guy was wearing a Poison Into the Abyss shirt. Super Cabalt, first wave black metal from Germany, 1986. Um, Arch Druid, I'm wearing their shirt now. Dude, go check out that fucking demo on Bandcamp. It's fucking phenomenal. Uh, we, we, both of us, saw them uh, at the uh, Shred City Music Hall. Check us out there, May 13th, May 13th. 2023. Be there. Wilmington, Massachusetts. Be Shred City. With, with Skavom. Skavom. Necrolin. Hobo Wizard. Hobo Wizard. Yeah, but uh, Arch Druid. It's like, it's super cool. It, like It's almost like Epic Doom and Stoner Doom at the same time. Yes, sir. It's all about like Lord of the Rings and stuff. And Vegans. it is so fucking good. And it's like half 70s, half 80s. One foot in the 70s, one foot in the 80s. Uh, what are some other bands to shout out that don't need our money? Check uh, out this really underground band, Celtic that's Frost. Un- who, who, Celtics, Boston, Celtic, Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics. Um, Frost. Ooh! 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 Uh, Smash! Seax. They're a fucking great band. They're from Worcester. And they play, I already shouted them out, but the speed metal with the... Ah! The falsettos and shit. Fantastic. Check out uh, Morg Verdon. Uh, the lousy Dajal, Dajal, uh, uh, lifeless dark. It's like crusty trash. I feel like I already shouted them out, but uh, mourn the light. I mean, I shouted out like a bunch of the bands. Uh, Beneath Purgatory. We can't express our love for Beneath Purgatory. Yes, we can actually. We can express our love. On the butt. I don't know where it is. Folded. Up you above. Gotta, gotta up above. It. Oh, wait, oh, is it down there now? Yeah. That's yeah, a cabal patch. That was ta- that was uh, cut ripped out from a shirt. Ripped from a shirt. Thanks, Wyatt. But Beneath Purgatory, that's the fucking band, dude. And they're coming back this summer. It's going to be awesome. And the, the main guy wears a, has a Queensryche patch. So, shout out that. My dad likes Queensryche a lot. Dude, Queensryche fucking rules. Except not that Silent Lucidity track. That's the, that's his that's favorite, the one he likes. Yeah. That track I don't like. But oh Warning, God. the first one, the first album. Oh, fuck, dude. Warning? Warning! Dude. Yeah... That's a fucking banger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, we shout out uh, Mark 
Vray Jr. Yes. Mark Vray Jr. is the fucking man. He's, he's they're the man. He has helped us immensely. Tremendously. Like, so much with the record. He's been being far, a good guy. Being a good fucking guy. Letting us practice here. Like, it wouldn't be near... Introducing us? It, yes. Yeah, it wouldn't be nearly... We wouldn't be nearly, like, as... as cool. As cool as Cavalt if it wasn't yeah. for Mark. Mark's the motherfucking man. It's a funny story. It's a, uh, I'll keep it quick. I actually met Mark. I was at... Uh, what's it called? I was at fucking Chick-fil-A. And uh, I saw some dude in there wearing his Astor shirt. And I don't like Astor that much. I like Telepathic with the Deceased, which I already mentioned. And I was like... Hey man, is that Zaster shirt? I'm like, thank God I recognize the logo, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And he's, I was like, oh, I'm like, oh yeah, I like metal. And I was wearing a Saint Vitus shirt, and he goes, oh dude, Saint Vitus, they're fucking cool. And I was like, yeah. And so I was talking to him. He like gave me a bunch of bands that he's been associated with. And I checked them out. That's kind of why I'm here right now. It's kind of why I'm sitting on this couch. All right. And Austin, and so I was being, I was a little bit of a scaredy cat. Austin's actually the one that like hit Mark beep, up. Beep, 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 beep. And was like. Dude, I have a fucking black metal project, and let me be on your record, goddammit. And he like, goes, alright, cool, I like your stuff, let's record. Recorded. Now we're here. Biggest band. Recorded once. Recorded once. Went badly. Went really badly, recorded again, went really even worse, recorded a third time. That's freaking Feldenhoff, That's man. what you've... That's evolved. what you guys get to That's hear. That's what all the, all, everyone and their mothers heard. Felden hung. The whole it's huge out. The whole world sold it. Seven point eight billion people. Seven point eight billion people. As many people on on the sign on the the mass auto recycling. Five oh eight outside. Five oh eight. Seven two four. Elaborate number. Eight six two one. That, that many people have heard. Felden Call hung. it. It's a huge record. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. We got patches. I'll put the link in the description. Buy that uh, shit. Put on your vest. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Put on your pants if you like. Peace out. It. See you next episode. Thanks for coming on, guys. Mesmerizing. There we go.